0: All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Another episode of Borderline alongside Bernie Neighbors. I am Jeff McCarriker. Bernie's been the world traveler. He's been a superstar on ESPN calling the super hole prelim out in Los Angeles. And yeah, you are totally decked out. You are Mr. ACL. What's, what's up with the, the company man stuff today?
1: Uh, laundry.
0: <laughs> laundry day. <laughs>
1: laundry day and i i was like you know what i haven't worn a jersey in a couple of years or a year and a half probably so i was like i'm gonna put on a jersey for borderline
0: don't you wear jerseys at the events no i thought you wore a jersey up uh, at the events
1: no man i haven't worn a jersey we've got the we've got the shirts the collared shirts
0: oh that's right yeah
1: i haven't worn a jersey in ages
0: speaking of which speaking of uh of dress attire Mm-hmm. We are not doing coat and uh, and shirt and pants this year for the CBS shootout. Oh yeah, we're, we're just doing polos and khakis just like ESPN. That's
1: so much better.
0: Yeah, you know it's it's well two things really. One, we are literally on camera for like 20 seconds, right? Mm-hmm. So it's ridiculous to have to dress up in a shirt and tie like well, it's not a tie but but in yeah. a you know button down long sleeve shirt. And a nice jacket, and speaking fancy of, pants, and shoes. If we be on the air for twenty seconds. Speaking of which,
1: I, I know, have I know the utmost this- respect for you guys and what you do because my ten seconds of on air time was awful
0: last Saturday. All right, all, right, all right, before we get into that, you had more than ten seconds. No. You, you and David were on camera only like two or three times. I don't yeah. even know if you realize this. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you guys got more face time. Than Trey and I do on national TV. Yeah. I'm like, we're like, what the hell is going on? Trey next well, to me He's like, what, was, what is
1: this? It was crazy. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like, it was it was not the full production crew. There were a lot of things. It was it was bizarre. It w- it was tough to do for my first time, kind of doing that because it was obviously you saw it was like herding cats with some of the interviews, and I mean, it was it was nuts.
0: All right, so let's jump into this since you brought it up. Let's let's yeah. start with this. Uh by the way we are going to speaking of of Trey we're going to have Trey Ryder on he's going to join yeah. us here in, a, in about 10 or 15 minutes so we are going to talk more cornhole
1: Yeah man that's crazy
0: Yeah it'll be it'll be fun we're <laughs> going to talk about the shootout series and kind of preview that and look back on last year or so um all right. So first things first, though. So you go out to Los Angeles, another mm-hmm. super hole prelim, yep. but but you, you are the, the lead play by play guy now for the first time. So that you're doing. Correct. For those who don't know, you're doing the play by play. So you're doing what I normally do, yeah. and then David Lim is is basically doing what Trey does. Right. So it's it's your first. Now you. I mean, it, it's it's not like you're. It's like it was, it was like calling Matt Guy an ACL rookie last year. You've done uh, this. You've done this before.
1: Not like that not yeah, the you've lead done in. Of,
0: you've done a lot of the digital broadcast yeah yeah
1: yeah but that stuff's so simple jeff i mean you know you're on your own time with that stuff right you're not you're not bracketed they're not giving you information there's no one in your ear talking while you're yeah. trying to get a lucid comment out right i mean like it's it was stressful i'm not gonna lie i was freaking out and the, the way that you guys make it look so easy yeah I mean, because are you that, just
0: saying that to be nice, or are you? No, being that
1: open that you saw—that was the third open. I messed up the per, the first two.
0: Oh, isn't that ironic? Because all you do behind the scenes, while Trey and I are starting to record our open, is try and make sure that the crowd heckles us and messes <laughs> us up.
1: Yeah, I mean, but you guys are professionals, man. I'm, I I had no idea what I was doing, but it was fun. It was so funny to work with David. You know, David's a trained actor, right? And so David was nervous like I was because he wanted lines. You know, he, he wanted everything written out so he Scripted, could kind yeah. of memorize it and say it. And I was like, "Nah, man, this is this is improv, baby. <laughs> you're, you're out there on your own, just kind of going. And, you know, there was no, like you guys are used to, so like when, when you do the opens and how it works and then when you go to camera and how you get off, I didn't know that. I didn't know exactly how that flowed. So that was not really told to me. So that's why I messed it up a couple of times on how you end it. All that you know what I mean? Like you know exactly what you're like the process of the open. Right. What you what you say to come on kind of, then you come on camera, then they give you the slide to basically discuss, right? And then what kind of happens at the end of that. Like I wasn't told really any of that, like how that works. So I wasn't really prepared for that. So I, I messed that up a couple of times.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not real easy to to have a, you know, a, a lucid train of thought when there's so many things that are going on,
1: and then yeah, and then you, you know, know the
0: crowd, the crowd yelling, your nerves already because you're on national TV, the slate that's coming up, what you yeah. want to say, how you want to say it, when you need to say it, um, everything has to time out perfectly. So yeah, I mean it's not it's not it's not easy, I, and I I hate to tell you this, it really never gets easier um <laughs> I you mean, know, a lot, a a lot of times easier the, the, well yeah a little bit again going back to what i've talked about before with football and basketball and baseball when i'm broadcasting the other you know quote yeah. unquote major sports everything's mapped out during the week right. and and even at the stadium when i when i go and do a football game um we normally will sit down an hour hour and yeah probably 45 minutes to an hour before the broadcast actually starts and we go over everything we're going to see So in the open, here's what you guys are going to see. So they they play the open. Here's the graphics you'll see during the broadcast. First time out. Here's the here's what you'll see. So you kind of see everything. Uh, Cornhole, just by its nature, is so just fly by the seat of your pants. Just because, again, we've talked about this before, but during the day, you know, we don't know who's going to be there. So we don't know what graphics, we don't know what storylines we're going to talk about. We don't know what right. graphics we're going to use. So it's really kind of impossible to sit down and have that and have that conversation. So I, you're right. It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of flying by the seat of your pants. You never know exactly what you're going to see, what's going to pop up, what you're going to say, how you're going to lead your analyst to get into it. Yeah. And
1: I, and I got to give you even more credit. The Billboard reads, which you would think are very simple. <laughs> and some of them are, but the Bacardi yeah. Spice ones, kind of like a tongue twister.
0: Oh, I know. So, yeah how about the the discount tire one I don't yeah was it, it was yeah. you know, the discount tire there's a couple yeah, a couple yeah. of them that are not real not real easy
1: because you're just reading but you're not just reading right you have to give it some emphasis you have to give it some flavor right yeah. I and mean, you're not just reading words otherwise that would be awful
0: yeah and you can't zip through it because if you zip through it too fast then you're sitting there waiting um for the next logo to pop up right but if you go too slow then you're talking about Bush's beans. And yeah. the Discount Tire one's already popped up, so you have to I know, man.
1: I know. It, I know. it, it was uh, – and to do it all with a Motley crew working on Bizarre Power how, – how'd you like me having to interrupt interviews? Oh, That's my
0: funny. gosh. Well, yeah, because I, I felt bad because but, – but, but you awful. know what, Bernie? You had to do it. I mean, Shamar, I had to do it. I Shamar, had I mean, to do it. You, you were in a rare position <laughs> that we normally are not <laughs> in. You know, you yeah. had on a very outgoing, gregarious, knowledgeable, yeah. exciting person to talk to mm-hmm. who's a terrific speaker and a famous yeah. actor, right. like Shamar Moore. So Who so wants sh- to talk. Yeah, so Shamar just, <laughs> he was so excited to have this whole event, not to mention and, you know, in his backyard at his house. He just he just didn't want to stop talking about it. Greg's so, in
1: my ear. He's like, you've got to get him off. I was like, all right. You know, <laughs> I was like, yeah, fine. like I just had to get in there and.
0: You did, you did your best. You did your best. I thought I thought it was fine, Bernie. I mean, you, you have to do that. And you know what? Pros like Shamar, they know that. And he, they, and he had the same headset, man. He could hear them counting down and he kept talking. He still didn't care.
1: He was laughing <laughs> after it's like how ah, he's like, I heard him counting down for 10. I was like, well, then why didn't you stop talking?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the guys <laughs> like that, they know they know that it's not it's yeah. not your fault. No, you I thought I thought you did a great job handling it. Yeah, and it I, rough, I thought yeah. I thought David, by the way, I thought David um that's something that that i'm jealous about because david plays a lot of cornhole Mm -hmm. and you can tell that because he plays so much that helped his analysis no for sure i mean it really did like he was he was really good at it i I thought he did a really solid job and i also want
1: to give you credit because of how easy we now know trey ryder's job is play by play (laughs) is doing all the heavy lifting man come on let's be honest you're doing all the work you just you hand it off like a point guard, go score, right? And then just let Trey go score. Yeah. So it's it's yeoman's work you're doing, Jeff. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: I appreciate that. It's it's it, and because tees- You make it
1: look easy. I made it look like a jumbled mess. I,
0: I I don't think so, Bernie. I, I I actually thought the broadcast was really good. I really did. Um well put th- it this way, it th- didn't look good sun- enough
1: to take it to linear because that was an option. If it went well, they were gonna take it to ESPN two. Well, a
0: lot a lot of that does not have to do. A lot of that's not on the play by play guys. A lot yeah. of that is on the lighting. The sun was killing a couple of the camera shots, but yeah. there's nothing you do about it.
1: Yeah, it was it was brutal, and there wasn't enough light. See, they thought there would be enough light once the sun went down. Right. There
0: wasn't. Yeah, lighting the, lighting on that kind of stuff is huge.
1: Oh, oh, one, one more thing. Okay. The second the last ma- the championship match ends. I think we were we went into break the two seconds after we went into break power went out
0: oh my god i was wondering what happened because you guys didn't didn't sign up i think you guys were supposed to go night yeah
1: we came back and signed off and that was when that power went down everything yeah. shut down it was it was it was something put it that way and so to, for me for, th- for that to be my first i feel like i kind of Got indoctrinated, kind of hardcore.
0: Yeah. And and I hate to tell you, again, I hate to tell you, it just does not get any easier. I, know. I tell people all the time live TV is so completely crazy and unpredictable. I mean, yeah. we make it look easy. And by by we, I, I say I, I say David Harris and Curtis and all the people behind the scenes. Yeah. Make it look, make it look easy. You know, we just sign on the air and here we go. Welcome yeah. to wherever, you know, Utah. Here we right. go. It's so difficult. There's so much work behind the scenes. Um, I mean, it truly. And that's one of the reasons why I love it is because TV is truly being part of a team. I've got my job. Trey's got his job. Curtis has got his job. Travis has his, David, all down the line. Replay, graphics, everybody. And everybody has to work together. In radio in radio. It's kind of the guy back at the station just making sure that you're on. And it's the radio guy. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I mean, there's there's not. I mean, your equipment has to work. Right. But there's honestly not a whole lot, you know, not a whole lot of. A lot of teamwork in TV. Everyone, I mean, you know, your graphics is like is like is like the the left tackle. You know, David's like the quarterback. Yeah, I'm like the running back. You know, Trey's like the wide receiver. I mean, everybody yeah. has to work together for you know to be able to pull that off. I so. was
1: I was super nervous. I was having kind of a panic attack, and we've talked about my social anxiety. I was having some real issues Saturday,
0: and I was wondering how you were going to do. I that.
1: felt better. When I got to Shamar's, saw David, and he was visibly nervous—at least to me—and I was like, "Here's a guy that's on national television, and he's nervous." Yeah. So I'm okay, and that made me feel better. Now, you know, it didn't go as smooth as I would have liked, and I, you know, I'm my own worst critic, so obviously I thought yeah. of it a certain way, but I felt better once I got there and realized, you know, Shamar was nervous. Every, I mean, everyone was nervous. And I was Shamar like, was okay. nervous. Oh yeah, super nervous. So everyone was nervous, and I was like, okay, yeah. I'm all right.
0: That's cuz you're out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. I mean that that's that's why I mean even though even though I've broadcast who knows thousands of baseball games, hundreds of football and basketball games, um cornhole was a whole different world for me and a whole different vernacular, so I was nervous. I mean it yeah. takes it takes a while to to get used to it. So that's totally totally normal. Yeah, it was yeah, just it, out of your I'm glad zone. it's over. <laughs> Well, I thought I, I thought it, I thought it looked really good, and it was very entertaining. The cornhole was. was good. So, something I've learned with you know doing the Super Hole series now over the last few years, it really helps when the and like I was texting with some friends uh, because they replayed. I can always tell when they're replaying some of our events on ESPN because all of a sudden I start getting text messages from everybody. <laughs> so so they replayed Super Hole last night, and uh, the 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 major the the majority of the comments I got last night were it's way better when the amateurs. Um, you know, the celebrities, player. yeah. Yeah, our, our it can you know can actually throw a little bit. That makes it really entertaining. Yeah,
1: and speaking of which, Michelle and Joy, good players, Michelle Joy Phelps never really had played Cornhole before, other than like, you know, messing around at the beach or something, right? Really? She comes in, goes straight to to Noah and the board inside Samar's house and starts playing. She's so like there an hour and a half before it starts, right? So she for an hour and a half started throwing. By her second game, she was a player, she was good. Yeah, by her second game, she was a lot better than me.
0: <laughs> yeah, they I th- I thought they were pretty good.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, David's, I mean, Shamar can play. I mean, Shamar yeah. and David are very similar talent wise. Right. Um, you know, who's gonna tell uh the Iceman that he's not a very good Cornell player? Right. I wasn't. No. <laughs> you know, and then you've got an NFL player who's obviously athletic enough to play it at the top level of his sport. He was good, he was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's gonna figure it
2: out.
0: Yeah, for so, sure. Yep. Well, uh, so again, congratulations, Shamar and Trey win it. Not not, not a total surprise. I figured yeah. they probably, especially being in Shamar's backyard, he had a little bit of... Yeah, amazing how advantage.
1: Shamar ended up with Trey, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, it, the interesting thing was, is that, and I think you guys might have mentioned this during the broadcast, I thought Trey Birchfield looked really comfortable. Like, that, that could be perhaps the best. And, and again, I don't get a chance to watch everyone all day in these nationals. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you know, people a lot more in the you know, once we start the, the pro shootout series as well. But from what little I've seen of Trey in twenty twenty two, I thought he looked about the best and, and threw the best and looked the most relaxed I'd seen him play all year.
1: You know why? When they're out there, when they're out at Shamar's house and they're doing that whole LA thing, all those kids when they go out there, yeah, Trey's kind of treated different. And I think it right? kind of get, gives him that confidence that you and I thought, especially you had mentioned that maybe wasn't quite there at times. Yeah. I think I think the way that he's treated, you know, he's treated as the robot, this this mythic creature on cornhole boards, right? Like he's treated like that. He and he and Tony Smith are kind of treated like that by Shamar and all those guys. So I think it kind of gives him that confidence that maybe he's lacking a little bit.
0: And oh, interesting.
1: And you know, it's it's celebrity stuff. So
0: yeah, you'd think he'd be more nervous in a situation like that, but I thought he looked great. He, he knows all great. those
1: guys. He hangs out there all the time.
0: Yeah, So, yeah. so it you know,
1: for him. It was fun. Yeah.
0: Right. All right. Speaking of fun. Hey, there he is. Yes. Trey Ryder, the Kirk Herb Street of cornhole, the Tony yeah. Romo. Look at him in the, the office. Cornhole Pro Shootout Series. Yeah. Hey, bud. Thanks. Thanks first, for coming on. finally,
2: first time on the show. You guys <laughs> have been right. just all right. Just absolutely just. Whatever. no trey Ryder allowed on this show apparently. yeah abs- man you know we,
1: we, we've still, got we've
0: got to make our own bones trey i still i knew we didn't i knew we didn't have i knew we hadn't had anthony on yet really got to get anthony on
1: oh it. we got get. Him.
0: and uh and and i i swear trey and i told you this on the phone i thought for sure i knew we had stacy first then we then we had uh, kind of as our you know our, yeah. our trial run and our, our pilot and then uh, and then we had David Lim kind of as our real first guest. And I yep. swear we had you on as like our third or fourth guest after that. But No, no, no
2: it, it was becoming like intentional at that point. <laughs> like I wasn't going to ask. I was never you know, going to ask.
1: You, you know what we should do? We should actually get Trey and Anthony on at the same time and just do what we do normally and say, hey, what do you think about that? And we just close our screens off and let them talk for an hour.
0: <laughs> Come back, I'll be, uh... eating some, I'll be eating some snacks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: Uh, that's that's a crowded. I mean, uh, you know, Michelle does a really good job on around the ACL because she she keeps us. And then when Mike comes on, Michelle doesn't say a word. (laughs) When you get Mike, me and Anthony talking at the same time, Michelle just she might as well go up up and go go get a snack and come back.
0: Trey, your guy's show is uh, truly, I'm not just saying this because you're my friend and I like Cornhole. Your guy's show is really good. And, and yeah. you know, and, and really, I mean, Michelle does a really good job of that, because if you watch those other shows on ESPN that are like that, um, it's the same thing. You know, you have a host who kind of gets into the show and and kind of leads each one of the different analysts, characters, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And and that I mean, that's your job. And she does a really great job of that. And she's very knowledgeable about the sport. But your guy's show is so good. I mean, I, I always love Mike's segment. Anthony, obviously, is money. Uh, I mean, it's a perfect show for him. You're great. Michelle does a good job, I, uh, truly. So if, if you have not seen Around the ACL, it, I mean, all you have to do is watch it. It's an hour long, basically. You If you, if you miss a weekend of action um, or you're interested at all in Cornhole, watch Around the ACL. Download it, whatever you want to do. And you'll get totally caught up on everything that happened that week. It's basically it's basically a one-hour sports center that tells you everything that you need to know about the previous week. But it's 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 freaking money, dude. I that's love awesome. it. Yeah, it really yeah, is. That, and that's
2: that's kind of what we wanted it to be, right? We wanted it to be something where someone can go, I need to fit oh man, I missed, I didn't see the shootout this weekend, I didn't see the national, or oh, there's a I think there's an open coming up this weekend. We just want to be able to deliver and because nobody right now What I found is that when we were developing show, nobody right now is treating – and that's not the case anymore. At the time, nobody was treating cornhole as another sport that needed reporting, right? Right. I mean even if you see my – to give you guys insight into what I – my thought process is if you've noticed even on my Twitter the past six months to a year has completely shifted voice and shifted – the way I treat things in the same way. Nobody right now, for me to tweet out that Jamie Graham just won the national, right? Doesn't I'm not breaking any news to anybody, but there's <coughs> thousands of people out there that, that may have gone, oh shoot, I meant to watch that, right? And they see me tweet it out and now they're knowledgeable that Jamie Graham just won a national event. I'm tweeting out results. I'm talking about what's coming out this weekend and i'm continuously pumping out content i actually made a goal in mind and told myself you have to tweet something cornhole related once a day Hmm. if you go through my twitter there is a cornhole related tweet once per day for the past six months unless i was on vacation or something like that. i'm a cheater every single day
1: i'm a cheater i retweet or quote tweet (laughs) Everything that
2: <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's something, right? It's it, And so when we created around the ACL, we wanted someone to just be able to get a quick dose of cornhole for the week, right? I consume cornhole hours and hours and hours a week. Someone may have the ability to consume it for 20 minutes. And so the first half, first 20 minutes of our show is the big thought. Did something just happen or is something about to happen that's a big deal? And if they just consume those 20 minutes, they need to be able to talk about the best players, who we're watching for, what we're doing, and, and just get to it. So, so yeah, it's been – we thought it out for once. Oh,
0: it's I great. love it. <laughs> no, seriously, you guys do a great job. Um, hey, before we pivot, because the, the reason we had pivot. you uh, come on is because uh, we want to talk about the shootout. But uh, So Bernie was just given you and I huge props because for the first time he had to go from digital live streaming into, you know, ESPN three, which is, I get it. It's not linear. It's still digital, but it's still, it's still a, it's still a a bigger deal. It's still, I just, I just,
2: I just did it for the first, I just did my first ever play by play hard open on ESPN three in Canada, but I only beat Bernie by a couple weeks. It's it's hard to, that (laughs) open is tough.
0: <laughs> wait a second, I'm starting to think. Should I be worried?
2: <laughs> well,
0: Almost wait, like, a, wait minute. a second. Wait a second. Bernie's doing play by play in LA. Uh, Trey is up in Canada.
2: Yeah. What's going on here? I'm gonna oh. keep you on your toes over there. Yeah. Uh, apparently. Odd shot. Um <laughs> no, it's hard. It's hard. Like when I when I've done a little bit of both roles, and when you step into play by play to do that open, it's essentially 100% scripted because you have to hit certain timeline. Something that people don't even realize that you're trying to time when they show that scenic graphic of Salt Lake city, you're trying to time, we welcome you to Salt Lake city, blah, 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 for the open, blah, blah, blah. And you're trying to time it so that when you come on camera, you're talking about something that's relevant on camera. That's the small things that people don't even they don't even think about it. you could if you wrote a script and you're like, we welcome you to blah, 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 blah. And then if you're if you're not even on camera yet, like you got to do the whole open all over again because you have nothing to fill the time to get your your color guy on TV. So Correct. on screen.
0: So that's such yeah. a good point. I, I never even thought about that. But well, you're right. It, it's, it, it's it, just one of those kind of instinctual things that you do in your head. You just have to time it out so that what you're saying is matching what people are seeing at home.
2: And this is a testament to you, Jeff, that you don't even realize you do it. But when you think about it, there are times when I know I can watch you and hear you. You're going through your open and the graphics aren't moving fast enough. So you add in a quick additional three second thought to get us on camera to then lead me into something. And it's instinctual. You haven't planned that out. But that's the small stuff that if you don't have experience doing play by play that you never in a million years even think about because to an extent we give Anthony crap about it and and I, I, I should get crap about it too. Like I'm so focused on what I'm going to say. I'm almost to an extent, not even listening to what you're really saying. I'm just kind of waiting until it's my turn to talk because I then have my script. And that's why I dread that portion of the show because it is the most scripted. I'm not a script Mm -hmm. person. I'm a, you script it. Let me just talk.
1: I, I, I mean, it was un,
2: completely unscripted out in LA. I'll tell you that much. So my opens, I, I, I don't necessarily script it word for word, but I pace it out. I say, uh, I, when we sit and mm-hmm. do our opens, what's our big thought? I'm like, my big thought is going to be here. So it's like, okay, welcome, blah blah blah. It's here, all, We're it's all making Cheyenne sense
0: Renner, now. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta That's be, I gotta be, the only
2: part of the show I script.
0: I got to be honest with you. For just a split second, when you were talking about me being instinctual and uh, and and having to you know change things on the fly and add things the last second, I kind of felt like an athlete. Like it was kind of cool. <laughs> you are yeah. a mental athlete. I'm a
1: vocal athlete. An that's athlete. why I was telling David. That's why I was telling David. It's more like improv than acting.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes,
1: 100. percent. An
0: athlete, I am not. I I sh- I, sh- I hate to admit this. I played in my first cornhole tournament. No, I, Uh-oh. I, it, I, not, it, not that part, not, not that part that I hate to admit. I played in my first cornhole tournament at the neighborhood club. Nice. And. uh In Mount Pleasant. Yeah. It didn't, <laughs> you didn't go win, well. Did you? No, I got, I got roasted, man. I went zero and two. I couldn't even hit the board. Jeff. I mean, yeah, it was Come sad. Hold on. I, I, I came back and I told Kathy, I'm like, all right, one of two things need to happen here. I either need to practice my ass off and get board. better. No. Or what? I just need to or I just need to be like Bernie and just don't play. Yeah. Why <laughs> why go through the embarrassment? Uh, I was I was nervous. I mean, I, sure. I was I literally I was I mean because for the first time I'm playing and, and people are watching and, and keeping score. And of course a few people know what I do. And so there's expectations that oh oh you know it, you know, they brought the ringer in today, and and I, I suck. I, I never I, get a chance to practice. It's hard. I feel
2: that. I feel that when Doug – so you guys know Doug from Canada, you Yeah. Doug Coom. You guys have had him on, I think, or you've been on his yeah. show. But I've, Doug, you know, both when he came here and when I went to Canada, he's like, we got to play a game and i got to stream it. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. No pressure. <laughs> because, again, I used to be a player. So, again, yes. just like you have some level of expectation – there's a lot of players that don't know I used to play, but there's a lot really? that know I did used to play and have some level of expectation. And so sure enough, we played in Canada and I was very happy with how I played because I beat them. I should have beat them 21 to zero, but I beat them <laughs> 21 to three.
0: I, this story is nothing like my story. No, 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 no. Listen, is,
2: listen, listen though. This is Because wh- the way it worked out perfectly was the first half of the game I played really well. The second half of the game, I played like absolute garbage, but it doesn't matter. I had a four-bagger where I threw an airmail drag in the second round of the game, and that's all that people remember. It's all that people remember. P- if you looked at my PPR, it was like five for the whole Whatever, game. Man. But that Whatever. one that one round, it just made it, it just made it worth it.
0: That's a Jeff, Jeff. That's I a feel your pain.
2: Story. I played <laughs> I played in a tournament Shamar's to house
1: last year, and I think I threw a one in a game.
0: Yeah. I mean, I did I score a, a little bit. I threw a
1: one
2: in that game against. No, Kellen. no.
1: Averaged a one for the entire game. Okay, I
2: didn't average. <laughs> All
0: right, you lost me when you said I should have won twenty-one to nothing. At that yeah. point, I wanted to take you <laughs> off the stream. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed in this little room here.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm actually better when I if
2: if I'm cold. If you told me to go throw eight bags right now, I think I could make six of them. And then yeah. as I keep playing, I get worse and worse and worse. So that's why I, I actually don't mind if people say, hey, come out throw four bags. Cause I'll throw four bags and it's fine because I don't have time to think about it. And I'm cold right. and I'm not thinking through everything. But as I play more and more and more, I'm like, oh, you should be having your wrist at like this angle and doing it a little bit differently mm. and all that. And it just gets worse.
0: You're, you're actually, you actually can really throw. I love your bag. I think you actually throw a really good bag. Yeah, So yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm,
2: nice looking I, I, bag until all right. I keep throwing
0: it. All right, speaking of cornhole, let's switch and talk about the shootout coming <laughs> up. So, um we're 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 talking about pivoting. So, we're going from the the Nationals. We just finished our third National for those who don't know. Again, we talk about this, but again, I feel like we have new listeners all the time. So, for those of you listening, if you feel like I'm repeating this, it's cuz I am. But so so with cornhole again, it's like golf. Golf has its four majors, and and in the ACL in the American Cornhole League, we have our four nationals. So we just had our third of four. But on the side, there is a shootout series, totally different series, same pros, but this instead of being about about points and being about leading up to the world championships in the Rock Hill, this is all about money. And this year, the prize the the prize uh, pool has doubled to five hundred thousand dollars and i think that's i think that's just so cool about the sport not only is the sport growing in popularity number of players the uh the the presence on national tv but the sponsorship and the money now is also starting to come like when i tell people you know when i say yeah i gotta leave doing the shootout series oh how much can they win when i say five hundred thousand dollars they're like oh shit wow really yeah. You know, so, so I mean, the the money, the money really is significant. It's significant for the progress of the sport. So I, I think that's great. But anyway, so the first ones coming up in Dallas this weekend. So we're all going to be heading out of town here in a couple of days. But Trey, I guess, I guess, kind of want to have a conversation with you about, and I and I guess we'll start with. You know what do you expect this year? Because I've got so many questions for you about the pro shootout series and last year. But let's let's start this year. Like any any changes? Like any tweaks to it? To, you know, give us a little preview on on what the shootout's going to be this year.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty almost identical to what it was last year. You have your eight shootouts at each of the eight shootouts. You have a men's singles, women's singles, and a doubles. If you win a particular shootout at uh, a men's singles, a women's singles, or a doubles at any of the shootouts you get entry into the shootout championship, plain and simple. If you win men's single shootout number one, you're in the men's single shootout championship. If you win double shootout number seven, you're in the double shootout championship. Once you win a shootout, you can't play in anymore. And there's essentially no money. There's a a little bit of money at the the shootouts themselves, but pretty much it's all saved for that championship event. So it's $500,000 total. But at the end in September, when we have that shootout championship, first place in doubles is getting a, uh, getting a $100,000. Wow. First place for men's singles and first place for women's singles each is going to get $40,000. So the way I like to say it is if we get a Jamie Graham repeat, like what we saw in Salt Lake City, where he takes down singles and takes down doubles, <laughs> he's going to get $90,000 in one weekend. So that's, that's pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah, <laughs> but Jamie, goods. but Jamie hates round limits. He does. He does. Uh, he, You know, and he did, he did pretty well. I mean, he was one of, I believe, three players last year that made it um, three men that made yeah. it in both the doubles and the singles. We had Brett guy, we had Adam Hissner and we had Jamie Graham. I believe you can check me on that, but I believe there were the three men that made it into the shootout championship uh, in men's singles and in doubles. And then Cameron Belvin was the lone female to do it. Of course she won in Atlanta um, and, and she made it uh, by winning the last shootout in women's singles. So uh, we had four total. So if you're asking what I'm looking for, I I love the shootout last year because we had the Cameron Bell, and Noah Wooten story, right? We had the yeah. Kevin Biller in Iowa that everybody went, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. We had, um, People forget this. We had Lori Duel win the second shootout. And in retrospect, you're like, that wasn't that big of a surprise. But it was at the time. It was back we, then. At the yeah. time, last year, we were saying Sam Finley, Cheyenne Renner, Sarah Cassidy, Kaylee Hunter, yeah. Rosie Streaker, Allison yes. Peters. And we were going, ah, maybe you have Lori or or Christine, Christine or yeah. somebody, Courtney Coy sneak into that eighth spot and Cameron Bell. No, Lori Duell breaks serve immediately in Albany and she just ruins it for a bunch of people winning that second shootout. And then we started going, we're running out of spots for people. Yeah. So that's going to happen again this year, right? Yeah. I believe Anthony looked it up and of the top 10 players last year, I think only five of them or four of them made the shootout championship. So. You have to look beyond your top 10 in order to get people that are going to jump in and steal that spot. So it's really a question of who's in the top that's not going to get a spot and who's right. way outside the ranks that's going to sneak in there and shock everybody. So well, don't,
1: don't you feel that some of that, we talked about this on the first bracket reveal uh, last Monday night, I don't think the pros collectively took it as serious as it warranted.
2: I, I last think they, year they didn't.
1: They did not last year. They kind of viewed it as this kind of thing they were doing on the side, not really understanding what was at stake.
2: Yeah. And then when, and then when, you know, all those people won 25 grand at the championship, they were like, wait a minute. Oh,
1: (laughs) I should, (laughs) I should have paid attention. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's completely different this year.
2: Yeah. Like for example, Matt guy did not make it in singles last year. That was a big story that we had, but I know for a fact, he's going to every single shootout until he qualifies. He will be at every single shootout until he qualifies in both singles and in doubles. Yep. I all right. Talk to me
0: happens. about, talk to me about the round limitations, because that's something that a lot of people are unfamiliar with who might be watching the show for the first time or just jumping into cornhole for the first time. So again, on our national broadcast, it's all, it's all traditional first one to 21 uh, with the cancellation scoring. So in the shootout series, totally different dynamic. And I always compare, you and I have talked about this on the air. It's kind of like, kind of like in baseball, you have, you have the DH and the non DH, both are baseball, both are great, but two totally different strategies. So what are we look, are we looking at, are we looking at 10 rounds again? Are we going to tweak it? Is it going to be 12? And, and the other thing that people should know is that a lot of this is because of TV, right? We got to be real careful because behind the scenes, what people don't realize is that this has got to fit into what? A two hour window. And, it, yeah. and it's got to be clean. So, what yeah. what what's the magic number?
2: Yeah. So, format for this seating, um, as far as ranking goes, ranking matters in a national, right? You're going to get seated into a double elimination bracket, and how depending on how good your season's going will determine how you get there. Throw all that out for a shootout. You're going to show up in each of the men's singles or women's singles, depending on your gender, and then your uh, and then doubles. You're immediately going to get put into rounders. So, rounders is a round robin that people are going to play. They're going to play against, um, you know, a bunch of different people in a round robin play. And based on that, how they do in that specific rounders, they'll then be seeded into the final brackets. And the final brackets, unlike the nationals, which are double elimination, these are single elimination. And again, like you said, every game that they play is going to be round limited. So games outside of the broadcast will be limited to 12 rounds and games on broadcast are limited to 10 rounds. So, yes, there's a specific window. Tried and true, we can get seven 10-round limited games in a two-hour window. We've done it 40 times now. Um, (laughs) So we can get about seven and then usually only four games of play to 21, but it always depends. I mean, you know, a game, game to 21 could last an hour so depending on how long that lasts you know we'll dictate exactly how um how far we go over if we have to cut any games but yeah for the round limits it's 10 round limited on broadcast and we'll get seven games in we'll show the two women's single semifinals the two men's singles semifinals and the doubles of men's singles women's singles and doubles
0: i'm so looking forward to it it really was it was so exciting last year so another question for you What what was the feedback on the shootout last year? Like like what did what what if you can give me like a couple of things that people liked and then maybe a couple of things that people didn't like about last year? Like what did we learn from from the shootout tour last year? Spencer, what you mean
2: by people. (laughs) (laughs) It's true.
0: No, it's true though. Like, Like like I guess I guess we should break it down. Players and audience, right? Yeah, because, yeah. because I'm sure I'm sure people, I mean, it, it is so it is so cutthroat with the single elimination. It's fun to watch. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. I don't know what the players were thinking, but it's fun to watch. It's fun to broadcast.
2: Yeah, so the, I think they all have their pros and cons. When you go, when you go round limited, okay, a game that's seven seven that may end up 21 to 7 if it was played to 21, greatly benefits from a round limited format. The a game players. that starts 10-0 and ends 21-20 greatly hates a round limited format, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, so it, it varies on this on the on the specific thing, but one thing I like about the round limit, it's the only time in cornhole where we can have an overtime, which is really cool. Man. Now, you could argue that if you get to a 2020 game, that's essentially overtime because next score wins, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, No matter what it is. So, um, you know, pros in general, I think the top pros, your top 15, 20 players in the world never want to play a round limited game. But I think it's the mid-tier pros are beginning to realize I have a lot better shot. All I have to do is beat Matt guy in the first quarter of the game. I mean, imagine if, if if we took an NFL game and said score after the first quarter is over, right. That would benefit all of your lower tier teams, your middle of the road teams in comparison to your, you know, your heavyweights. So um, there's an element there. I think another element that's under, um, you know, underappreciated is brings a lot of different pros on TV that we would not normally see. I mean, think about it. How many times have Jamie Graham and Matt Guy been on TV? Right now, of all the spots, Matt Guy took a single spot. He took a double spot. He took another double spot. And then he made the finals in doubles on both of them. So that's another two spots. If you add in Jamie Graham for another five, That's 10 total players spots (laughs) that have been taken up by two players across all of the broadcasts that we've had at the kickoff battle, Cornhole Mania, and Bag Brawl. And those spots are so limited, right? So yes, it's great. We're building a story of this super team, the two best players in the world. But at the same time, there's been very little variability in who we've seen on that main stage. The shootout changes all that. Let's say Jamie Grimm and Matt Guy do the exact same thing and shootout number one. Guess what? We won't see him the rest of the shootout series. Yep. So it continuously recycles and has a lot of players. You may get a Rosie streaker situation where she comes in second place about four or five shootouts in a <laughs> yeah. row. But the good news is we're going to see a, a continuous, you know, cycling of these different players, which I think is what a lot of people like. Um, and, and has a benefit to it, in, in, in comparison to you're, you're just your plain old, you're seeing the best in the world, and you're going to see the same ones on a frequent basis.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, because you, it, it almost becomes kind of a little bit like the NCAA tournament, where a loyal of Chicago can sneak in, right? You know, like, like, yeah. like, like yeah. Kevin Biller beating Matt Guy. Now that was in the semifinals. Then Kevin got got toasted pretty good in the finals, but you can have some pretty big upsets, which is, which does make it fun. Frustrating. I get it for the top players, but it's fun to watch.
2: Yeah. And even, even look like a Dave Sutton, Jordan power from last year. Again, Jordan power was a lot like Lori dual. We were just figuring out who Jordan power was. It was this high profile, fiery rookie that pairs up with this crafty veteran and Dave Sutton. And they win a shootout again, breaking serve and taking away a spot from Trey Birchfield. Trey Birchfield was our best player in the world and did not make it in singles or in doubles in that shootout series. So right. it, it's, it paves the way a lot more for a Cinderella story and, and to have some good upsets. All
0: right. Well, we have thoroughly bored Bernie to death because all he wants to do is just get to meet Jeff and Bernie. No, so we, I, we, I, this, is, have, this has have, been perfect have, for me. I have, have, I, have, have I think have I've talked said enough 10 words. Cornhole. <laughs> we have talked enough cornhole.
1: I'm all for uh, it, man. Let's keep going. We did it on the last episode. People are still talking about how much cornhole we talked on our last episode.
0: Are they? Are they? Are they, they, really? are.
1: they <laughs> are. I mean, I, literally, literally. That's all the kids talked about at Shamar's. How much? The thing is, is, is
0: do they like it when we talk cornhole when we don't have Tray on? Have I we gotten? Have we gotten th- to the point.
2: I don't think so. I, I don't. No, they don't like. They don't. They don't. I don't add to your show. They no, get no, 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 no. 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 You do.
0: No, no, no the exact, they
2: get enough hearing about me. No, the exact. Thing. They're opposite. like, oh my god, this guy again. I no, can't. I, I'm listening to Jeff and Bernie, so I don't have to listen to Trey. When we,
1: when we talk <laughs> cornhole, it's like from a thirty five thousand foot level. are right. right. You know, it's very basic. Very. Yeah. Easy I promise to see. you,
2: there are plenty of people when they. All right, we got Trey Ryder on. And they're like, God oh, bless boy. America. <laughs> I'm not listening to this anymore.
0: I doubt it. I,
2: oh, I, 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 bet a, I bet a dollar all right dollar. brother hey
0: thank you so much i know it was last minute but thanks for uh coming on and we'll see you oh gosh we'll see you tomorrow yeah well i guess this comes out on thursday so um i'll see you in dallas yep we'll <laughs> see you see you there oh and, the, and then the and then the broadcast is actually what friday night friday
2: 6 30 eastern 5 30 local central time so CBS, again, we'll do Sports CBS Sports network. network. So all of them will have a CBS Sports Network broadcast. The only one that will have CBS broadcasts will be Mesa, Lakeland, uh, and Wichita. Those three will have a CBS accompanied broadcast. And of course, the final shootout championship will be on CBS main network as well.
0: Okay, so six thirty Eastern from five thirty local from Dallas this week. Five thirty local. All right, go. Oh, oh, real quick. Um, why, why, why are we opening up with so many West coast, like a, like a huge West coast swing? Is, is this an intentional, I'm assuming this is intentional by the league to try and, and really spread, you know, the game out West or no, is this just uh, part of
2: up? that part of it? Because we had nothing out West last year. Um, but part of it this year, when I was kind of in charge of booking venues in, in a way, I essentially created a starting point of the Rock Hill world championships and then kept drawing a circle around the United States and then worked backwards. So if you notice in some way, shape or form, it's, it's a string. So the truck didn't, cause last year we booked, we booked a, an event in Connecticut and then we yeah. booked an event in San Diego on back-to-back weekends and realized yeah. you can't drive a car you can't drive a truck that far <laughs> in, in that short amount of time.
1: This so. is all for him to get his miles up plain and simple. yeah yeah. that too
2: that too that helps (laughs) yeah i'm now well now josh and kat handle all the book booking i do not book any events next year i just walk in josh's office and you should see it he's got like a it looks like a crime scene investigation (laughs) he's got a map of the united states (laughs) and he's got pins with string of all the different places we're going next year because he's doing all the event booking next year i am i am done with that
0: yeah. Well, what a great start! So we're off to Dallas this weekend, and then we're off to Phoenix, then to Vegas, then to Seattle. So a great way to start with four trips out west. It'd be a lot of travel, but it'll be fun to to get out there and have that West Coast presence. So, all right, we've only got five minutes left for Jeff and Bernie. I yeah. I, I, I gotta yeah. let you, I gotta let you go, Trey, so that Bernie will actually re-engage and, and talk again. I,
1: I, there was one. <laughs> Bye, backwards hat, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bye, Trey. Thank you. Oh man, he's the best. <laughs> I love having him on, seriously. I mean, he, Seriously, he and Anthony both just so knowledgeable about the, about the damn sport. But that's good. I am excited to go out west. I mean, it's I know funny, it's going to be a lot of travel it, it's problems. It's funny because
1: they're both engineers. They're both yeah. trained engineers, and they're so similar in how analytical they are. I, I find that interesting.
0: All right, so now we have four minutes and 45 seconds left.
1: Yeah. Got to squeeze so it
0: in. It, it's, your, it's your moment to shine. I, I didn't even wow. get a chance to talk. About my week, I'm, I'm taking these continuing education. Every two years, you have to renew your real estate license. So I'm having to go through these classes. And it's pretty cool because while there are certain requirements by the state and the national to get your license, you are allowed to take some of these other ones as electives. So I took an awesome class about etiquette of all things sure. and and communication. I Honestly, I just signed up because it was a four-hour class and I just wanted to get this done. <laughs> but it turned out to be great. But do right, do you have do you have a question for me? Do we want to do anything here? Or you might. Have- I mean, do
1: we have time? I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know if we did. Can get did you have deep. a question for me this week? I, most not, of my, not, no, not, I mean, most of my stuff was going to be about how you got into broadcasting and then when did you funny. know you were going to be good at it? I mean, I know the whole, you know, meteorolo- meteorological part of it. But when did you know you'd be good at it and how you were able to kind of understand the timing of it, because that's very hard. Trey pointed it out earlier, you know, going through that process this past weekend, it's much more difficult than people think much more difficult. I think most, most people, when they watch sports or news, for that matter, they think it's just very easy. People just get up and they talk and it's very simple and it is metered. It is metered. It's timed. It's, it's, it's not as simple. Like, there's timing involved, and then you have to figure out what to say and make it fit in that timing without without it sounding like you're trying to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I thought I I
0: oh I think we lost you. Bernie. Make it seem oh it, it was nice pretty cool.
1: Back.
0: I lost you for a second, but you're back.
1: Oh, I'm back. What, yeah.
0: Okay. You, so now, so now I'm bored. I don't want to talk about that anymore.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can I ask? I mean, can I
0: ask? Can I ask you a real question? Absolutely. Do you feel like you're a good listener? That was part of this class.
1: I can be. I don't think like I am all the time.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, I used to be like when, when I went to journalism school, speaking of going, I guess this does kind of circle around what you're talking about. They really teach you to be a good listener and listen for questions. Mm-hmm. And I think our society has gotten to where we are just terrible listeners. Yeah. And, and so this lady, by the way, the instructor was Cynthia Grosso. Cynthia Grosso. So if anyone wants to look her up, she's a national speaker. Um, she's she's really good. And yeah, maybe we can continue this next week. But but one of the reasons why she feels like as a society we've just become just such crappy listeners is because she feels like there's so much pressure on the person who's listening to instantly have to have an opinion, you right. have to take a side, you have to respond. There has you have to, to be make an a, answer. Yeah, yeah, there has to be an answer, there has to be a decision. She's she said, What if I could remove that pressure from you? What if it was okay to just listen? What if it was okay to just have a conversation and just listen to somebody? Would that, would that change? Would that help? And we're all sitting there. I mean, it really was, it was kind of one of those mind blown things because she's right.
1: As an only child, I would be like, whatever, lady, I got to (laughs) talk. Yeah. Right.
0: (laughs) But isn't that interesting? I mean, I, and I think that there's a lot to that, you know, that we do, we just, we feel like, you know, we have to give our opinion instantly, and so we just start formulating our opinion. We Absolutely. start formulating our thoughts and our response before the person sometimes is even done talking. I know yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah.
1: And to your point, that makes your your response incomplete because you're not getting the entire message from the person you're responding to. Right. You know what I mean? So you're, you're sitting there. I, I do it all the time, too. You're sitting there thinking in your head, your response, your response, your response. Well, you're not really paying attention at that point then. So you're not giving a great response. Your, your response is incomplete because you haven't listened to the whole statement from the other person. Right. I'm as guilty as anybody, if not more so.
0: Well, let's, let's continue this next week because right now I'm guilty of not listening because the clock is winding down, which Uh stresses me out to no end. But, but, but an example of this, I was really, I am trying to improve and early when we were talking about Trey Birchfield at Shamar Moore's house and you said that you thought he was being treated differently. And then you kind of kept talking. If I had not been paying attention, I wouldn't have been able to, ask you or then continue that conversation with why? Why was he being treated differently? Yeah. And that was something else she talked about is just using the, you know, using the word why, mm-hmm. you know, be, just, Yeah, be a two-year-old, right? Yeah, it's exactly what she said. Yeah. All right. We got to go. We got five <laughs> seconds left. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks to Trey Ryder. Awesome yeah. show. Can't wait for Dallas. I'll see you out there. Travel safely. All right, brother. All right, man. Bye, everybody.